You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a stand. And it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works. And give glory to your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And the light of the world is for everyone. Well, it is day 20 of our 21 days of prayer, and we thank you for uniting with us in prayer as we have been asking God to show us how to be a light. Are there days that are etched in your memory, days that you'll never forget as long as you live? I have a few of those days, days that I can remember and I can recall so many details and so many emotions uh, that happened that day. I will never forget Tuesday morning, September the 11th, 2001, when I first learned of the tragedy rocking our nation and the tragic events unfolding before our very eyes. I remember arriving at the office early that morning, and the furthest thought from my mind was that this would be a day that would go down in history, a day that would not only be etched in my mind, but a day that would change an entire nation. The images are forever engraved in my mind. Planes flying into those twin towers and into the side of the Pentagon and in a Pennsylvania field. In the weeks that followed, our hearts carried deep pain and sadness. I remember people flocking to church to worship and to pray together. We stood together. I remember helping organize a march right here in Elizabethtown to show our unity and support for one another. We'd been told something like this could happen, but we never dreamed it really would. Over 3,000 funerals were held. And today, 20 years later, I still remember exactly where I was and what I was doing. I still remember the events and the emotions of that day. And an image that is etched in my mind from that day is the image that we saw where hundreds of people were running away from those falling towers that were covered with scrapes, that were covered with blood and ashes. And as it looked like hundreds were running to escape, there were first responders running toward those buildings. They were going to rescue as many as they could. And in a spiritual sense, I think that's what God is really asking us to do today. To be a light in the darkness. To go into conversations and into places and be with people that we might be tempted to run away from. But to run toward because the need is so great. 
In Luke chapter 10, Jesus sends out a group of followers that we often call the 72. He sent them out two by two to simply be a light. And he says to them in verse 7 of Luke 10, that if you find a house where there are people receptive, if you find a family that is receptive, then stay there. We often talk about people coming to Jesus one life at a time. And that's true. Jesus can only change one life at a time. But when we study the New Testament, what we will find that when someone came to Jesus, it often led not just to an individual, but to an entire network of people coming to faith. In that day, they used a word called uh, household, or in the Greek word, it was called, I believe, oikos. And it wasn't just a member of the family unit, but an extended family when they used that word, which could include up to four generations, married and unmarried, servants and servants' families, friends, neighbors, and even business associates. In Acts chapter 10, we read about Cornelius and his household that came to faith and were baptized. In Acts 16, there's a, a business a lady named Lydia who came to faith. Then it says the members of her household were baptized. We also read in Acts 16, a jailer, a jailer uh, from the city of Philippi who came to faith. And then the Bible says, immediately he and all his household were baptized. You see, in the early church 2,000 years ago, it wasn't just one life at a time, but a household at a time. Not long ago, a young person here at First Christian was baptized, and they invited their whole family to be here. One of their grandparents, who said they had never been to church, said that that was the beginning of them making it a point to be here and worship with us every Sunday. When someone you know comes to faith in Jesus, stay in that network because they have friends. They have a family. They have a network of people they work with. And oftentimes, when one person comes to faith, it's like the dominoes begin to fall. And there's another, and there's another, and even another. And so as we have gone through this 21 days of prayer, I hope that you have been thinking about and praying about who you can invite to come and see what God is doing right here at First Christian Church. And just maybe there are some networks that can be impacted. Let's be the kind of lights who are willing to run into the danger, into the uncomfortable, into the unknown, to be a light while others are running away. Because the stakes are just too high. Let's pray. Father and God, uh, first of all, I want to come and I want to thank you for the individuals in our lives who were simply willing to run toward us and be a light. And they were lights in many cases
in times when others were running away. And so first of all, thank you for sending those individuals into our, li into our lives. And God, right now I would ask that you would fill us with your spirit and that you would give us the strength and the courage to run into, to run into the danger, to run into the uncomfortable, to run into the unknown. And through your spirit, would you show us how to be a light for those who are surrounded and in darkness. And it's in Jesus' name I pray.